Oh, it's a Friday. It's a hot day. Hot in the city. So said Bill Idol. Hot in the city. Hot in the city tonight. Do you know Bill Idol, my friend? Billy Idol? Yes. Yo, that's like old school. Yeah, do that's you know? Like so it means you know him. <laughs> hot in the city. Hot in the city. You see white people celebrating like, yeah, he knows Bill Idol. He knows Bill. Is yeah. he still alive though? I think he's still alive. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. I'm that, you know, I'm that kid who used to, who loved all kinds of music, anything and everything, as long as it was music. I just well, art is you then. Art is you. Mm? Art is you. Art is me. So, Fashionable Friday, our studio guest is Paledi uh, Sekhapo. Uh, he's an uh, award-winning fashion designer and creative entrepreneur. Uh, he is the founder and creative director of Pulse. It's a Johannesburg fashion label. And for those who don't know, uh, in 2007, that's a long, long time ago, uh, that Sekhapo em- embarked on a career in the fashion industry in 2010. He left the corporate sector to pursue a career as a creative entrepreneur and also started consulting for established local designers and contributed to various fashion magazines. He was a fashion columnist for The True Love and a fashion <laughs> editor for Josie Beat Magazine. Do you want to guy? to guy, Papa. Do you want to to Okay. Okay. Well, my dad, but mm. I grew up in Middlelands Zone 1. And I think you're from Middlelands too, yeah. right? Zone, yeah, zone, yeah, yeah. Zone, 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 zone 2. Oh, okay. So, zone neighbor way, almost. Zone 2, more little street. Yeah. Okay. 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 So, um, it's been about, what, uh, 10 years since the establishment of um, yeah, of your company, Pulse. Pulse. Yes, indeed, yeah. I mean, why did you leave the corporate sector to pursue fashion design? Well, I it's, mean, it's, you it's a calling. Yes. It's a calling, man. Um, being a creative. You know, I always share this with um, the guys that I mentor whenever I host seminars that you don't want to go into such space if you're chasing clout or you're yeah. chasing fame. And money. And, well, money is good to chase anyway. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But uh, I went into it because there's a calling. I've always known that I'm a creative. Mm. And I was getting bored being a, being a corporate beast, going into boardrooms and all that. And the other thing that I hated is when I was in corporate, I used to travel quite extensively. Oh, yes. I'll be away from home for like over a year sometimes. Really? And sometimes the client doesn't have sufficient budget, which means you can't come back home every weekend. So it, it's one of those. I was happy, but there's no job satisfaction. So describe... Um Describe the journey. You know, what does it take to build a brand? You know, what does it take to build a brand like yours? And I'm in the lake. Hmm? And your breath and your DNA, I can everything. Yeah. yeah, it's not easy because, you know, at the end of the day, you have to come up with capital. You have to find ends meet. You, you, you have to be proactive. And, you know, in this 10 years, what I've learned is being an entrepreneur, there's no such thing as working like, having comfortable hours to to work with you literally end up working 24 7 because the company is yours because if you're not there nothing moves absolutely and what i've noticed there's this pattern most of my clients when they come and do fittings if i'm not there they become very grumpy (laughs) they become very dissatisfied they feel like we're giving them a z-list treatment or something i think we always talk about it even with, with, with the team how yeah you know when you go to your salon or when you go and do nails there's this particular person 
that you you, you gravitate a bond. Yeah, yeah you have a bond and you can communicate with this person when that person is not in you don't go absolutely right even mm. when you buy clothes i know some places where i buy clothes there's certain people who help me when they're not there not because they you know they tell me what to wear you feel like you've been cheated <laughs> yeah yeah so yeah but and, and i understand where you come from so what have been some of um you know your highlights or milestones you I'm blessed, hey. I, I really am blessed. Look, it's it's ten years later we've been running this brand. Yeah. And having started working from home, I, I would like to believe my milestone was when I had my first billboard in Soweto. I think it was in twenty fourteen. Imagine that. And then I uh, opened up a store in Joburg, Marshall Town. Yes, yes. And a few years later we moved to Sentin and now we at Mall of Africa. And I think those are God's blessings, man, you know. And a lot of um hard work and most importantly, I think, to stay current. Uh, but in addition to that, I think when I won the African Brand of the Year Award in Ethiopia, that for me made me realize that, oh, damn, we're clearly doing something right. Absolutely. And then we won um, Design of the Year, I think it was, and in Tanzania. So essentially, most of my awards that I've been winning, <laughs> they're not from SA. <laughs> I've been winning them throughout the continent. Oh, no, wait, there's one. Um when I see with true love. So you've won so all? many awards that you even forget, right? Listen, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know how the blessings did, like you don't count them. So you won one here in South Africa? Yes, I think it was uh, Creative Entrepreneur of the Year. I think that was like a few years back. Mm. Yeah. Is, is it true though that, you know, even if, you know, the world embraces you, you know, your skills or whatever it is that you do, you also want recognition from your own people? Uh don't believe in that, yeah. and I tell you why. Tell me, tell I, me, my I brother. Do it because I'm focusing on my career as a creative entrepreneur. I don't yes. necessarily chase gratification because if you do that, you'll try quantify it, and if you try quantify it and you don't hit the right numbers, you'll end up going suicidal, going mm. all crazy. So now I do it this way: as long as I'm generating revenue. And the brand itself is current. I've never positioned myself as a celebrity because I believe as designers, we're creative entrepreneurs that yes. are rendering a service. And also, I don't like competing with my clients. Most often, if I go to an event, and let's say I've dressed you, for instance, I would avoid being on the red carpet because yeah, I want you to shine because yeah, you're yeah. representing me. Absolutely. And it saddens me sometimes when yeah. I look at other designers Such a good point, sabotaging eh? their own clients. And I don't think they and cognizant of... Sabotaging themselves as absolutely. well. Absolutely. But I don't think they cognizant. I think yeah. it's that thing of chasing mm. relevance. You know, very interesting because... You know, normally when you when, when you when you watch the fashion shows, uh -huh. right? I've watched LVs, I've watched Dolce & Gabbana, yeah. and I've realized that the designers dress simple, simple clothes. They'll rock up on stage, you know, after mm. after the fashion show. They'll just come, just wearing ordinary <laughs> pants. I'm and not curious for doing that. Yeah, but which is great, which which makes sense. You know what you just said that you don't want to compete. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, yeah. but obviously you. But the, also, Glenn, let me put it this way. Most designers, we don't get time to make clothes for ourselves. No, I'm sure you don't. I do not know when the last time I actually made myself a suit. Mm. I end up altering something from the old collections or anything like that. And also, what people don't realize, I hate wearing suits. Yeah, in as I much as specializing in suits, but yeah. I, I don't wear suits most of the time. <laughs> so, um, you once said that you'd like to dress the head of state. Oh, yes, Sir I'm Ramaphosa. still waiting. <laughs> Are you still waiting? Yeah, and every time when I dress uh, minister clients, I always bully them about it. But, is it? Yeah, you know what? By the universe is listening, so you just put it out there. Eventually, it will come, eh? I bet you. You must come. come. 
Um, tell us about your 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 latest collaborations. Yes. Collaborations. I mean, are running the. The, the this this fashion world right yeah absolutely um well this is not a collaboration yeah. i'm working for Sega jeans okay and i'm employed as a designer for them to oh. come up with a jeans line okay and that's why we we call that brand well it's Sega jeans by Paledi, not Sega jeans by pulse because if you use my brand then yes. it will confuse the market because clearly it's going to sound like um well evidently like a collaboration so we try to be very di- uh, distinctive about it that it's actually Baledi featured or working for for Sega Jeans, and it's a, it's a very beautiful brand uh, funded by this lady known to me some of us. So how she started? She started Sega brand for well manufacturing and designing sneakers. Okay. Very high end sneakers, absolutely amazing. And she and I were chatting, and I said, "Listen, you know, being a creative, you cannot." Just have your one tentacle spreading. Mm. You've got to have all your tentacles reaching out. Mm. You literally, what, what that means is you've got to diversify. That's yeah. the only way you win if you have more than one income stream. And I said, why don't you go into the jeans line? I was like, oh, okay, yeah, perhaps I should. And then she threw this at me. It's like, well, why don't you design the the, the, mm. the line? And wow. fast forward, yeah, here we are. We launched last month at a Devon Fashion Fair, Fashion Week. And we'll be doing a private viewing at the end of this month here in Joburg, inviting the likes like you, celebrities. I'm not a celebrity. Obviously, okay, legend. No, I'm just... I'm oh, just, icon. I'm a radio DJ. Aye, don't confuse me when I'm already much. confused. Thank you very much. Have a lovely day. Yeah, but basically people with visible footprint and yeah, the media, etc. Excellent. Let me ask you an important question before we wrap up this interview, right? You say that for a fashion designer, talent alone is not enough. Absolutely. Every designer needs to comprehend the business of mm, fashion yeah. fully. Why is this important? Well, what, what inspired the title, Talent is Not Enough? It's a book I read, yeah, John C. Maxwell, and he literally unpacks such things. Now, to answer your question, I used to lecture at, at, at Lysol. The likes like Bo Richimnisi, he was actually one of my students. So yeah. I lectured uh, business management and strategy. And what I see with designers, a lot of them, they're so fired up. They're burning with this energy. They yeah. just can't wait to start their own lines and literally run with a brand. And I'm like, hold up. You've got in business, you have to grow gradually, Len. Yeah, you, know, you cannot be a quick flesh in the pan because yeah. also studying a fashion line is expensive. Because yeah, what people don't realize is for us to showcase that fashion weeks, it's not for free. We pay yeah. to participate. You have to come up with a collection. You have to employ people to help you put together a collection and those people have to be remunerated so i always suggest to or advise rather to designers that it's not just about talent you need to comprehend how to be business savvy and you know our industry is not regulated it's not formalized you look at for instance if you want to become a doctor or a nurse or a school teacher you've got to go pay your dues you've got to do your articles even if you're an accountant before you actually feel that you are a qualified professional and in fashion pity it's optional. You can go and work for another designer as an intern. But a lot of times what I've noticed is imagine designers, they end up competing with their very same mm. m- mentors oh, for getting wow. that they mentees. <laughs> so um, how can people get in touch with you? Ah, we've got a very visible footprint, well, socially <laughs> yes. or digitally. Um, our website is pulse.africa, pulse with a P-A-L-S-C. Also on Instagram is pulse.africa. And my personal um, handles are Baledi Sehapo. So basically, if you go to any of our social media handles, our numbers are there. 
However, we based in Midrand, the Mall of Africa. Mall of Africa, yeah. Yeah, yeah I must come and so, check out your, your space. Yeah, right? you must make an appointment. I go there eh? once in a while. Come and see us in 2050. We fully book lens it. No, I'm kidding. I'll be delighted. I'll be delighted. You know, I mean, I grew up listening uh, to you, man. So it'd be nice to clear you up in Pulse or Nothing. Yeah, so, yeah. I, li- I like more. I like more. So we'll definitely, I'll definitely pop in. Yeah, Maybe fantastic. you can design some nice pants for me. Because just like you, I'm allergic to suits, but you know, yeah. something very easy. Yeah, yeah. And know. it's it, look, let me put it this way. It's also very important for, you know, guys like you that have got like a very huge crowd and following to support local, you know. Yeah, it, yeah. It, no, it, it's very pivotal for us to stay afloat. Absolutely. My brother, there you go. Uh, awesome man in the studio on Radio 2000, Paledi Sechapo, our guest of Unfashionable Friday. Listen, all the best. And we hope you continue to grow. We hope you continue to win awards. And we hope the president, we hope he comes to the party so you can rock it. You just put it out there in the universe and you'll come. We'll gravitate it. Thank you so much for for this interview. I really enjoyed it immensely. And thanks to uh, to the listeners that tuned in. Absolutely. Thank you so much. I'm humble. Fantastic. There you go. Oh, it's four o'clock already. It's time for the news.